This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Born to Rise, an incredible foundation that offers a platform for regular people to share their heartfelt stories of how they overcame hardship and trauma. Born to Rise hosts annual events with guests, guest speakers from around the world that come to talk here in Montreal. They are planning to expand across Canada. For more information, visit borntorise.net and stay connected with such a powerful cause. Hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we should throw in some beatboxing on every ad. <laughs> Are you tired of wearing the same old boring clothes? Don't you want clothes that represent something that you're passionate about? Or just something that makes you and your friends laugh? Mm -hmm. Question mark. You do. It's a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> then you could go and check out www.stylishremix.shop. Oh, yeah. They have super awesome t-shirts, hoodies, socks with funny puns, movie references, and cute avocados to brighten up your wardrobe and make your style unique and remixed. Boom. Use the code name CHIMPS10 and save 10% on any and all purchases. Thanks, guys. They got really cool shirts. They got like um, one that I laugh at. It's like two lightsabers hitting each other and it says lit underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so yeah, codename Chimps10, and you get your 10% off, so check it out. Welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast. I'm your co-host, Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sam Sheva. And welcome. We here at Curious Chimps are law-abiding citizens. We do not endorse anything illegal. And anything we discuss is for entertainment and not information purposes. We are not experts, and nor do we claim to be. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, read the label, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious chips. Okay, guys, look, we're right, here. Let's do the thing. So we're starting. So that's pretty much how it starts. If, yeah. if it's messy in the beginning, I edit it out and we just get to it. That's so. it. We just fucking riff. I love the intro, by the way. <laughs> oh, it's getting better now. Yeah. We, have, we have a theme song. Oh, yeah. I'll no, play it. I'll did play did it I show right you now. the theme song? Yeah. I sent it to you? Yeah, you okay, sent yeah, it to yeah, me. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I won't play it like for the <laughs> listeners. Like, yeah, I, like, yeah, I'll I let you edit it in kind of thing. So it was our... Previous guest, Mark Mark Beats, made the made the theme song that probably everyone's going to be hearing from this episode. Well, actually, I'm going to put on all the episodes. Yeah, it's like you just heard it, guys. Yeah. Like <laughs> time yeah. travel. I feel like the first one, like your pilot episode, should be left as is without the intro. Well, That's yeah. a good That's, point. I like that good because yeah, yeah, yeah. when I first heard it, I let him know and I said, you guys should introduce yourselves. And, and in behind my head, like in the back of my head, I was like, he probably did that for a reason. Like he wa you guys wanted it that way, which is what Nate told me. And then I'm like, it'd still be good. You still want to broadcast this, yeah. so let people yeah. know who you are. Yeah, yeah. but like I that the, for the first pilot one, I feel like that might be a good touch. <laughs> like it's where you where it started. Yeah, it's but true. The, leave it kind of a, take it with a grain of salt. Obviously, it's yeah. a, I like it though. Just like let it be messy. It's like if, if people are gonna go back eventually, like we're we're almost at, we're at like 20 or something now. Like yeah. it's happening fast. Some people are gonna go to the first one. And be like, this is gonna suck. Yeah, but it didn't. It. But it didn't. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Is, that's yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's, I guess, clunky or like, uh, you know, we, like a bunch of people ran in with suggestions. We got a lot mm -hmm. of compliments. Like, uh, we're happy about it. But they're just like, oh, you know, intro, outro. Like, don't don't say you're wrapping up and then talk for another 10 minutes because we checked out, you know, or like maybe have a little disclaimer, like yeah. just little tips like that. Yeah. I don't know. With today's technology, though, you see how, how, how long is left. If 
if they're really yeah. engaged, I feel they're going to stay until the end anyways. That's true. Even though, whatever. I, that's, that's doesn't point. matter. You yeah. don't speak, but like in that same vein though, I could put a fucking timer, <laughs> like a big clock on my phone. On, like I could, do, I could use technology too. <laughs> just like, okay, we have this much time. Left. That's the hard part is to end it, you know, because yeah. sometimes you just, the conversation picks up at the end and you're like, fuck, okay, but we have to actually cut this. Yeah. 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 Or maybe cut the, like the let's wrap it up. Yeah. so that it end. creates the illusion <laughs> yeah. that we just kept talking this could be part of like your bloopers too what we're talking about right now <laughs> that's a good point well I don't know I don't, you know, I don't I let him do all well, the this editing. is going on this yeah. is all on okay, all right, yeah, I like it. Yeah. okay so I think uh, we warned to uh, introduce you uh, we got a new guest on today it's Michael Marjaba I say it right yeah I think I always fuck up that last name yeah Everyone does. Name, I fuck yeah. it up too. <laughs> it depends who I'm talking talking to. That's how like the pronunciation is gonna come out. One way with the family, one way with the yeah. yeah. You're like sure that's that's yeah. good enough. Yeah. I have the, I have a similar. Mine's pretty name. simple. It's no one's ever yeah. fucked yeah. your name up. <laughs> Spelling wise, people put an A in there. Oh, yeah, of course. But when they say it, it's, it's perfect. You fucked it up. So yeah. easy, you so. fucked your spelling. <laughs> <laughs> so you're pretty interesting. You got like a lot of things going for you. Um, just to, for the listeners, just to narrow it down. Like uh, you're a local real estate agent in Montreal. Yeah, um, you're an insane cyclist. <laughs> the, <laughs> That's like, a good word for it. <laughs> like fucking incredible. Like what I mean insane, I mean from like the best possible uh, intention. But like, he didn't deny it. He just laughed. Yeah. He's like, well, okay, I won't no, say yes. I won't say no. <laughs> and you kind of you kind of went through like a crazy journey. What we'll get into on the podcast. Yeah. And on top of that, you're like a huge nutritional, yeah. Um, not I wouldn't say guru, but activist, and yeah. like you, you're just on top of that the most. Yeah. And it's just like I feel like we can really show everyone like the mindset of a really good cyclist with the nutrition and how it translates to sport and all that kind of a stuff. A lot of it came from Lowe's, though, like talking about the nutrition side of it, because I incorporate that into whatever sports that I do. I just try to have a mm. healthy lifestyle. But I, n nobody's grown into that. We, we've all had to like grow into the society, mm. the way, um, whether it's like the media, whether it's society, yeah. whether it's your parents, like the family, how you're, how you're brought up. And it's just, I came from a low where I had a, mm. a sickness, a disease that doctors told me was uncurable, which yeah. Nate knows about. Yeah. Oh, I was okay. diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. Oh. At a super young age yeah. too, Fun. and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to hype. I'm on quotations now for people that can't see. Soon, you guys are gonna be on YouTube, I'm sure. Yeah, um, coming. I'm supposed to be on ten cortisone pills a day for the rest of my life, and my colon was supposed to have been removed twelve years ago. Doctors yeah. gave me five years span to colon, and uh, one thing led to another. Uh, introduced me to a naturopath, which I'll mention his name later, yeah. or Christian Limoges. Yeah. And uh, completely changed my life, saved my life, my pers my perspective on life, nice. and uh, in terms of all of like the the craziness of like my what people say I have an obsessive personality when it comes to sports or competitiveness, it kind of all like intertwined together. Nice. But uh, the nutrition was just coming from like what a lot of people that have experienced highs or they've they're in a some place in life where I feel they're um, they're meant to inspire people. It came from. Like the the girl you had on your uh, show, yeah, yeah three, show. I, yeah, 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 that was an unbelievable podcast. She was so inspiring, yeah, yeah. and it came from like being lowest, in a dark place that yeah. you're able to get out of. And that's like a very common theme sure. you see with a lot of people that make it to the top in anything they're doing. It's yeah. like they have to go through the fire yeah. at some point in their life. Yeah, uh, you know? sucks to see. nobody. Yeah, nobody has it easy. It's yeah. uh, people say you don't know what. Uh, when they talk about they don't know what they've been through and it's true yeah. everyone mm. like you can't even just single out even that person that says that 
you can point them out and say you can literally say that to everybody. Yeah. Everyone has gone through something, yeah. and it's a matter of having the entourage or the strength, the sometimes little craziness yeah. to get out of it. And like you have builds t- you. You haven't taken a pill since when you when you've been on this whole. No, I, I took. Shift. I was uh, maybe I lasted three months wow. on the cortisone pills, and then I cold turkey just stopped. What is that like a steroid anti-inflammatory? Um, thing? Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's like a steroid. It's more of a. Uh, it's cortisone. It's basically just direct cortisone hmm. uh, that stops uh, uh, the symptoms. So it's they they they've only figured out how for uh, Crohn disease or colitis how to stop the um, the symptoms, but so, nothing to do with cure. But there's no cure. Your body literally has the ability to cure everything yeah. if your mind is proper and your body is clean. It's both. The mind is. You guys talk about it every every episode on this podcast, I'm and sure that's we so. Touch it, yeah. It's so important. Like the the one you guys were talking about, the doctor. That's what I forgot. Yeah, yeah. The power about of the belief, doctor. Right? The power of belief. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like a lot of people, they won't believe that. I myself have Still not believe in that. Yeah. No, I, I no not, not anymore. anymore. Yeah, I'm yeah, full yeah. like in a, such a good place in my life, but it took up until I was. I'm 37 now, and it took up until I was. 19 yeah. years old so 19 years of my life where i was like that's fucking bullshit what is that you, you can't believe in something no people tell me that you know doors don't open for you nothing comes easy you're not living the right way yeah. doors open for me every single day yeah. you know it's, it does come easy when you want it to be easy you know I tr- i'm starting to believe and we'll see more and more that all the doors are there already and it's just yeah. what what mind state you're in is what yeah. door what door you'll focus on more so yeah. if you're in like this positive state everything's going well it's yeah. literally more doors are opening but it's just because you're energy and your mindset yeah. is towards that door. you're projecting it yeah and it's, it's so it's going to come it's coming to you. right back to you and whether you're, if you're in a bad state all you're going to start noticing is the bad stuff yeah. <laughs> and that's it you know? ties into everything in life including sports yeah. where that's sort of like my meditative my meditative state i get it from i guess uh not that i'm trying to prove anything to anybody yeah i just try to prove i i'm a competitive guy and i try to just better myself nice. not better myself that's not the right yeah. word that's like super vain i uh no, it's an obsessive personality. Yeah. I mean, I, I I try to always better myself, like just get be better than what I did. It's a competition against myself. Is what I'm trying up, to say. You know? I mean, yeah. but you you yeah, you had like a sudden severe diagnosis also, and then yeah. you're suddenly like better because of yeah. some, uh, let's say at the time maybe like uh, surprising an alternative uh, like medicinal treatment. So yeah. so it's it just seems normal in my mind that you're like very passionate about like yeah. one upping yourself constantly yeah. because. Yeah. You kind of almost lost that chance, let's say, or something along those yeah. lines. Yeah, well so said. It's, it's true. And, yeah. and by the way, you look like 26. <laughs> you look 27 and you're 37. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, well, happiness, like uh, sane mind, it, it does wonders. Yeah. And I, your nutrition. I still resist it, man. In, interior, too. You have to feed yourself the proper way. Yeah. It, it's like a, it's one big shell. But with today's society, it's so hard. Mm. You're being told every day. And it starts from the top, even doctors. And I'm not going to talk shit about all doctors. Some yeah. doctors are great and they they believe in nutrition too and all of it. If someone gets shot, you need to go see a doctor. Yeah. You have to have surgery. That's Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a good example. It's just you know, like physical reality gets in for, the way sometimes. For most cancers, they can be avoided. Or you can fight through it if you have a belief. But like you look on TV, movies, you speak to the doctor. Hmm. In every case, you're going to be with fear. I think fear is the issue in today's society. The minute you start having fear, no matter what it is, that's what's going to tug at you. 
Oh man, absolutely. And then that's what's going to eat you out. Well, the stress stress is like the killer of I think 80% Limage, my naturopath was the first thing you need the hardest thing is going to be for you. You'll be able to if you can, you'll change your nutrition. He says it's hard because society it's like everything is cheap with food, so it's like it's easy to eat so shit. Yeah. But he's like the stress you need to find something that you're mm -hmm. focused on that's going to help you unstress. Nice. There's going to be people in your life that you really have to cut away. That was like the hardest part was knowing and sometimes it's as is as hard as like a parent. Hmm. That yeah. they're they're an issue like Sadly. you know. So there's a lot yeah. of it that comes into mind but like the result at the end nate will say i'm like yeah. i'm in a great place and i came from a very dark place yeah, yeah yeah and bro it's like um when you think of nutrition we think of just food and what we put in our system but nutrition is everything yeah. it's the air you breathe it's yeah. the environment you're in yeah you know it's the the water you're drinking the food you're eating it's all nutrition mm -hmm. and it's all factors of how you're feeling it's not just you eat this food you're going to feel good it's who you're hanging out with too yeah what kind of environment you're in you know is it your thoughts is yeah is everything. it a noisy area are you in a chaotic environment are your friends negative you know like all these factors into your the bigger picture of you noise is such a good word too yeah because it's not just noise that you hear you can go full hippie and say like vibrations, yeah. like really just the things that are not directly touching you in you, but they're, they're exterior, they're, they're, there's an energy, there's something, you know, there's a, your environment. It's like energy vibrating thing. a certain way. It's affecting you. That's that, one thing I'm striving to learn on is energy and mm -hmm. have a little bit more openness towards it. And it's not that I'm, my, I'm close to it. I just haven't been, nice. yeah. uh, I haven't I haven't had it in front of me where I could manipulate it or try to understand it more because a lot of the people around me, they believe in that energy. I'm not there yet, hmm. but that would be like next level. And I think you guys are putting out something that's making people understand that side of it, which is great. That is. Thanks. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I figured this is like a what we're creating is almost a window into what what we experience you know like we're letting some people see who don't want to go down and take ayahuasca or whatever yeah or like look at we're kind of giving a window to the, our perspective yeah you know and it's, and it's up to them too. to yeah. it's up to them to soak it up yeah yeah you know and if For they're sure. getting it from the podcast they don't need to do any substance or anything that's fucking that's our job is done yeah you know yeah it's there's cool. always a little echo chamber thing too there's people who are interested so then they're going to listen to our podcast yeah. anyway that's like a that's a rabbit hole but yeah. whoever <laughs> listens whoever's whoever's catching anything out of it like i just i honestly just feel like i randomly bumped into some some wisdom and and i don't feel any smarter I, if anything i feel dumber as i get older which is like kind of a cliche but it's like i do admit that somewhere somehow the, the journey I'm going on is progressing. It's getting, I don't know if better is the, the right word, but my perspective is broadening. I'm seeing those doors. I'm seeing that I have more power in my life. If someone can get that off of me in any form, fucking yeah, man. Yeah. And, and, but I honestly, it's just, it's just fun to do also. What you just said is the, the word that's coming out, it makes a lot of sense and I can relate because I can just say the, the older I'm getting, um, the more I'm open to knowing hmm. that I know fucking nothing. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I can absorb more information and I don't have that. Um, <laughs> I could talk to someone and I have no shame to tell them. Like if someone is, you know, when I was younger, I, I'd like, I like to know stuff or like, even whether it's real estate and you have to know, like you have to say what you know, what you're talking about and you have to make people believe in that. And as I'm getting older, if like I'm supposed to know something and I don't, I'm like, that's a great point. I didn't know that. I'm going to mm. start to look up into this. Nice. Yeah. As I'm getting older, I'm, I'm being more receptive to 
knowing that I know no shit, <laughs> you know? You know, I think that's coming too from a place because you're doing such a heavy sport is that you're constantly smashing yourself back down. So it's like little yeah. mini ego deaths every now and then. Yeah. Because there is some yeah. people that at the older they get, they start solidifying what they believe mm. to the point where they don't let new things in. And it's like a fucking, this wall. You it's know? a cocktail. You're right. Because I, I, I'm li- I was listening to you talk and I'm thinking, I thought of this fucking yesterday. I don't know why I had like an epiphany on the mm. metro. And it's like, it just makes so much sense. As you get older, you get closer to death, mm. literally. And you're like, you care less about yourself. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, the thing that I'm worried about my whole life is actually going to end. And you're, you're, you're forced, your shift in perspective is forced into what, is, what was there before me, what is going to be there after me. Yeah. And that translates into whatever. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. Some, people, some people double down uh, on the fear. And even if you're you know, taking the medicine or, or you know, fighting the cancer, eating the good food, biking up crazy amounts of hills and shit, like you're maybe with the perspective of like running away from the reaper or something, yeah. even if you're to look on the outside doing yeah. some really positive stuff. So I, th- I, I, you just kind of added mm. to my epiphany. It's really a fucking cocktail and there's a broadening of perspective or a shortening of perspective. Yeah. And maybe it's a mix of both for everybody, which terrifies me. But again, let's not get into that right now. <laughs> <laughs> just to put a little bit more context to what we've been talking about, about, because uh, you had a crazy journey on the cycling. I w- yeah. We'll get into that. Just for the listeners, if they don't really know what we were talking about, it's just you did like uh, the height of Mount Everest. Yeah. So it's, you know, you can go in cycling terms, it. it's called uh, Everesting. So it's essentially you're climbing the elevation of Mount Everest, which is uh, 8,848 meters. And you have to do it in one shot without sleeping. So yeah. it could take any, <laughs> I think the record is uh, eight hours. Okay. And it's uh, the average is, I think, 18 hours, and it takes some people up to 20 hours or whatnot. Yeah. And it's starting to get documented now. There's a lot of people that even from back in the day, it's not documented yet, but it's now getting documented. Cool. And I think they're up to, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's like 28 or 2,900 people in the world that have done it so far. Okay. Wow. No, sorry, attempts. Because some people attempts. have done it more than some people are fucking stupid enough to do it more than once. I will never do it again. I won't even do it half of what I did. But some people have done it more than once. So I think in terms of people, it's maybe about two thousand. But yeah, okay. is that less people than who have actually climbed Mount Everest? I, I that's actually a great. I should be looking into it. I've kind of closed the book on that chapter. Yeah, that's it. And uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh. I don't know. I I just I just know that I know we're shifting, but into Mount Everest, I know there's even though like there's more money and technology is better with like what we're what's happening with the planet. Mm. I know that it's happening a lot less frequently where people can climb. There's getting more and more deaths every year, yeah. so it's getting harder. Well, but in terms of the right cycling, what well, the beauty is, yeah. just find a nice weather, and if, if you're a if you're masochist enough, if you're stupid enough, just <laughs> yeah. climb it on the bike. <laughs> but like just a yeah. quick thing about Everest. I think it's so popularized and touristy now that like you could, there's articles you can read, like some rich people pay like these climbers that help you up. They'll pay them the whole way up to literally just do the climb for them, but with them. Yeah. So they have no effort at any point. They're just like dragging them in a, yeah. They, like or a, like they, they set up all the holds and then they just follow along. So it's like, it's not even I've, what it used to be. And know? I still find it fascinating that no matter what mother nature all it takes is this <laughs> yeah everybody and dies even the sherpa has yeah. zero say in the matter nope. maybe that's why he's the shit because he like sees some clouds and he goes we're going back and yeah. the guy's like why what's wrong it's, it's yeah. all sunny or like bruh 
Like yeah, he sticks his it's finger time. in his mouth yeah. and does like the wind trick and he goes, no, 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 no. Like even then, you don't know. <laughs> even then, you don't know what nature, it's, you're not, it's not in your hands anymore. Well, th- but that's back, so what you're talking about with the, yeah. like the popularization, like the, the touristism of it all, like there's pictures you find online where it's like a lineup to get a picture, like to get to do yeah. the selfie at the top yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, there's full of garbage everywhere because they don't, they can't like do anything with their garbage. And there's that weather window. So there's like a lineup of like a hundred people, like you're at fucking Larone, but yeah. it's not. Everest. That's a, that's, I find like another issue with uh, this is, and it's not even an issue. I shouldn't say it's an issue. It's something that I'm trying to live with is the whole social media aspect of it. Yeah. You know, like if if you're doing something so majestic as that, at least for me, I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. Cuz I want to do something. And then I I see the other side where some people, especially the, those big Instagram, I have a friend that's a big Instagrammer and gets free shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm against that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "No, you should pay like everybody else. Like this is a business. Yeah. Who's to say what you're doing is bringing them business?" But then they counter and they're saying, but what you're doing, things that you do, and it inspires people, if you're not putting it out there on social media, that's what you're using to broaden what you're doing Mm. and you're inspiring people. So that's why there's like two sides to the story. There's a good middle there. Yeah, for sure. Well, what did you do when you, when you did your event there, like your crazy bike thing? I I ate three meals after, but I, (laughs) but you know what? It's good that you're bringing it up. I actually did post on, on uh, social media. My wife told me you should put it on Instagram and think of something (laughs) well to, to write, which I did. Yeah. You know, and it's like a nice inspirational blurb or like, yeah. And I'm not, what I'm not happy about is all the people that wrote, it's the most likes I've gotten. And it's all the people that wrote, um, Warren Buffet. I read something that Warren Buffet said, uh, roughly five years ago. Okay. So I used to do donations to like animal shelters, this and that. Um, I used to do things, but I always used to, if I had the opportunity, tell people. I don't know whether it made me happy hmm. that I was telling people or not, but Warren Buffet said, if you're doing something for somebody else, you should never, ever talk about it. If ever you're telling people what you did, hmm. you did it, you, you 100% prove that you're only doing it for your own gratification. Mm-hmm. It's like those big donors who have their plaque on the wall. Yes. It's like my name right there. I donated yes. this. You know, I mean, yeah. you still donated it, but like that's kind of. Who are you doing it for? Are yeah. you doing it to help the person? Yeah. You know, like it went, whatever it is. So like it was a catch 22 with, mm-hmm. what, with the post that I put after. We're not here about this whole social media thing. <laughs> I think we're here to find out how much it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but, I did. And the mindset behind it, like we'll let you dive right into it, but like, um, so just to, just to clarify, you did the eight thousand how many meters? Uh, I went up to eighty nine hundred because 8, like with what we're using to like count the meters. Okay. I didn't in case there was like an adjustment. I wanted to give myself. So, a so buffer. you did more, just nice. a little bit more. Okay. I climbed Kamenia Hood one more time. So if you want to know where okay. it was done, yeah. Mount Royal. It was somewhere as close as here in the city, um, next to the cemetery. Yeah. So like uh, it's called Kamenia Hood Street or Belvedere. So it's on the side from Park, uh, close to Park and Mount Royal. That's and where everyone you, goes to lookout, right? Where the lookout yeah, is. Yeah. So you just, where it's like super steep and it goes up to 10% elevation, you just go from the base, you go to the top. Um, and I did that 70, 74 times. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> if for, for the vi- listeners who don't know much about cycling, um, that's a fucking shit ton. <laughs> and I did maybe, when I used to train and cycle, I would do three, four times up coming hood and that was a day for me. Sometimes I think a max I did was 10 and I was fucking, I needed like two days I would recovery. croak one going once. 
I would. <laughs> I'm sure I would croak. <laughs> I would die going it's, one. It, it was a 12 and a half hour day. Yeah, it was. Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Whew. Yeah. yeah, I can't do that sitting down. Yeah. Man. You, did, you did that <laughs> biking up a fucking hill. I'm trying to oh, think of Jesus. like a perspective to give someone so they can relate to it more. But fuck, it's just one time I was swimming in my pool. Okay, I was I was like 10 years ago, and I just didn't stop. I didn't touch the ground and I just did laps until I couldn't anymore. And I remember like I calculated, I don't remember the numbers now. I couldn't move at the end. That is the only thing I can think of that would compare a little bit. <laughs> Something easy for listeners to know, it would be to go on a light jog for seven minutes at a time. So jog for seven minutes, walk for a minute and a half, and then get, it's basically intervals. So just, uh, jog for seven to seven and a half minutes at a time and then walk for a minute to a minute and a half at a time and do that for 12 and a half hours yeah yeah, yeah. that's the that's the that's, and that's the easier kicker. that's what? probably easier because you're going uphill um yeah, yeah. you're on yeah. a bike though so yeah. like less impact i'm it's yeah. it's hard there's so many variables to do it i'm it's sure just, you prepared for it also it's not like you just said, nutrition was go. prepared i i have a great bike to climb with i'm 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 a lighter guy so i'm not a sprinter i don't have lots of like uh five second power i'm okay, more sure. of a guy that yeah. like on the climb sustained um but i i was well prepared and like even before from he knows like when i was younger i was a race car driver so like there's a lot of things like cool. input into my mind hmm. that um I guess it's all the wires sometimes are just I, I you put yourself I guess in position. Someone just told me recently says you must not be scared of death. I'm like I don't want to die. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> he says but you race cars like you know that uh and then he said the word um adrenaline and I think that's what it is. It's finding like that adrenaline. Hmm. I just I'm like an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. And uh in terms of the cycling aspect, it's I guess it tied in. When I got to that dark place, which yeah. they, like podcasts you guys listen to are people like inspirational people, yeah. I got into that dark place where there was twice where I was going to quit. Mm -hmm. And it's things you've gone through in the past, lows, talking to your body. Yeah. You just, yeah. Ooh, so yeah. Like those kind of dark places, like how did you get through it? Um talking to yourself uh just thinking of dark times that you've had in the past hmm. thinking of great things um i had a lot of people that came to see me too and that was a huge motivational help so just people climbing with me even though they were doing it the two three times and then their day was done hmm. uh, i consistently had people and it's just um the first third, I'd say the first four or five hours, I felt that it was a lot easier than I expected. I was like, this might be a lot easier than, than I, I prepared myself for. I'm maybe overly prepared, which better to be overprepared than underprepared. Yeah. And then when I got between a third to a halfway through, then the halfway through was like, I think I'm going to pull the plug. This is just mark. insanity. Yeah. You know, like, who does this anyways? <laughs> and so the halfway mark was... I love that voice that starts convincing you, like, what are you even doing? Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. I've been planning this for like a month. Like, <laughs> shut up. Part well, of in my, my brain. case, I planned for four days. Okay. It came in a whim oh to me, God. actually. I, it wasn't even a long the time. The best things do, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> that, like a bucket list thing. It, it just came... It was, it's, okay. it, was, it was a bucket list. I've only been cycling for, he knows, three years. Yeah. The first time we biked, 
he like yeah. he I was ahead of you back then he <laughs> destroyed me I was really? nothing okay okay we talked three years ago yeah yeah and uh, so it's the 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 one thing that I think that was like the cutoff line for me that made me keep going was even at the halfway mark I was like six hours in I was trying to get under 12 hours and I did in 12 hours in like 19 minutes I think so like I didn't quite nice. get to what I wanted to but I think it's like still the eighth fastest time of Canada which I'm super proud about yeah um, and it was I fucking I've gone so long here if I stop now I'm gonna hate myself forever mm. I'm gonna I think it was fear you know what how fear is so bad in this case it drove me to keep going mm. it was fear of being mad at myself for just quitting like that that's just experience right you've yeah. had those moments in the past and you're like I don't want to feel that way yeah. I'd rather feel this fucking burn yeah. up this fucking hill for yeah. another six hours yeah but the second time it happened which was like three quarters of the way in. I was at maybe nine, 10 hours. So it was like over 6,500 meters of climbing. Then it wasn't just a mental, everything. I was in a super dark place. Mm. The last two hours, I was really in a dark place. People were coming. There was no more smiling then. The talking, it wasn't like they, people saw me and they were like, this is not you. Like uh, my mm. best man at my wedding told me it's hard to be around Michael. Because it's hard to be around someone that's always smiling, always happy. They're always positive. Like sometimes you need a break from that because it's like you need to live in the real world. But my real world is I'm always in a great place yeah. and I'm always happy. Sure. And there it was like a huge shock because everything. Like I couldn't walk. I Like they were grabbing in my car and I needed help from the car to get when I was parked at home because my left knee was completely done. It was shot. Oh, yeah. Uh, everything like everything start stopped functioning at one point. So then it wasn't just the mental; it was like everything was. But again, if I stop now, I'm like three quarters of the way. I'm never gonna do this again, and I'm gonna remember this forever. Yeah, I'll never forget that I. And it's funny; I'm probably gonna forget at one point. I it, it's not gonna come to me what what I accomplished or what I did. But if I quit so far out. That I knew I would never forget. Yeah, you're just like it's. I I love that moment. I'm trying to capture that and understand it and and see it a little bit in my mm -hmm. life. And it's like, what is it that pushes you? Like you're you're three quarters in, and it's like, sure, you you want to finish it, but every da every light on the dash is going off in your body, and your yeah. mind is going, you know what, you know, like yeah. I had some doubts halfway through, but now yeah. I'm I have some fears, like yeah. for real. And it's funny to think that like the big inspirational moment or whatever it's like you're just dodging regret yeah you're just smart <laughs> enough to be like this would suck like i just and look now you're here you're yeah. fine and you have this this kind of badge yeah which you don't even have to really wear big like you said but yeah. the, the the regret badge would be on your fucking forehead as far as you're concerned 100 percent. and it's and you're you're it's done it's a moment in time yeah. past i mean i hope your fucking knee's not like fucked for life or whatever i've like never been stronger that day yeah. brought me so much fitness <laughs> i re had to i needed a week of recovery <laughs> Sure. But it was also like I that was a turning point in getting to I went to Mallorca like two weeks after and I I I was the climbs I was unbelievable. I, I was quicker than some pros up some of the climbs. Yeah. You know, like I it, it was you were fitness just warm that, for like a month probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was the fitness that it brought was great. But again, like if someone told me if you did that once a year, you're gonna get to a next level in the sport. 
Oh, shit. And then I'm not going to get to a next level in the sport. <laughs> I'm not going to go through that again. <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, You're probably going to chop off 20 years of your life, too, though. Like, <laughs> it's funny. I don't, know, I don't know how that works. I'm, bu- I'm just bullshitting. Like, no. It's funny you say that. You, you guys should go online and go look at people. There's pictures of people before and after they do climbs like uh, Alpe d'Huez, uh, Mount Washington, Mont Ventoux. These are like world famous uh, or just look at hikers or any endurance athletes. Look at their pictures and there's there's sites that they show picture before and after an endurance sport. They look like they age 25 years. Yeah. Oh my God. Like in the immediate after. There's a picture like I'll, I'll show you guys after but like you see how I look now and the picture of right after where I'm just sitting on the edge of my trunk and I'm slouched and like I'm usually always trying to sit straight so I'm slouched and I actually look like I'm a little bit balding in some place. And I'm I'm fortunate I, I have a thick set of hair. Yeah. But in there's one picture you see me and I really look like I I'm you know, it's it's like in your a skin's bad. gray and yeah, shit. Everything, like, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw you either the day after or two days after That's and so like crazy. your cheekbones were popping out a little bit. Yeah. Remember I told you I'm like yeah. you look a little yeah. bit too lean. Yeah, I lost all yeah. yeah. Well, I, I didn't mean, think that's how many calories are you burning in, in something like that? It's oh, like, yeah. uh that one was uh eighty five hundred calories. Eighty five hundred. I'm sure that's sure. like three days or something yeah. for like a normal person. Yeah. Like, I I could check just to be sure the exact numbers. I'm not gonna yeah. take out my phone, but it was yeah, it was wow. uh, yeah, it was. Uh, but again, we all go through these experiences. For me, like I, I used to race, so I used to be put in a situation where, I guess I, uh, it's mental it's, toughness. You get through, you go through these things. Not to mention what I did as accomplishing it was for myself personally Hmm. there are people ultra endurance athletes they're always on like uh i'm not want to give any plugs to other podcasts like the joe rogan podcast he has these he's got like uh, (laughs) ultra endurance like you you listen to these people and they run for 200 miles which is 300 kilometers and there's events and there's races so as long as as much as what i did was great there's people that's another thing that got me through how life how great is life it's a choose i did on a tuesday it's Tuesday. I should be working, and I'm on my bike. Something, yeah. the, one of the things that I love to do the most in the world, yeah. and I'm spending the entire day eating and biking. Yeah. Like, life is good. There's people that have it way worse than me. That was another yeah. thing that got me through, nice. is things in perspective. See, that's huge, and that's also even for Aisha to get through her process was like that reminder that there's worse out there. And like, yeah, my, my, my situation sucks, but I can turn it around, and I can make it the best version. That was a poignant part in, in that podcast with her. Yeah. That was you know, like I think her one of her like her turning points. Yeah, was oh someone always there's always someone that has it, whether it's better or they have it worse or way worse. Yeah, and it's a, it's like this, it's like a next level or like some kind of sideways empathy where you you you're not really thinking of yourself anymore and you're and and then you get this little oh shit you know like this is worse you tell someone they're in a bad place you say like oh like this guy's at worse and they just kind of go like fuck you man mm-hmm. like you're you're belittling my plight or whatever and it's mm-hmm. like well okay you feel that way now but like talk to me in a week and you're gonna be like <laughs> yeah. yeah he was right you know like i could i could be doing this i could be doing that because mm-hmm. that guy does have it worse literally has less options than me that's what we're saying by has it worse yeah. right so you're you're it's just living through your own going through your own bubble living your own life and everyone is drawn towards it yeah oh yeah live your life that was one of the things a naturopath said that always stuck to me was put yourself first michael you should always come first ahead of people and if you speak to you know this about me 
I never put myself first, yeah. but I actually do. Yeah. It's just because I put myself first and I'm happy. For some reason, everyone around me is happy and good shit is, you know what I mean? It's like a... That's, yeah. uh, we it's spoke upside about down this, sometimes. We spoke about this on the podcast that will be released in a few weeks. That It's that. It's everyone, the story about pointing fingers at everyone. You know, to ch- yeah. everyone should change something about themselves. But if you changed about yourself, that's yeah. the, that's how change happens. Yeah, fix whatever's going on here internally and in, in your mind, and then the external is going to fall into place. Too. Yeah, you know, your friends start saying, "Hey, what's Mikey doing? That seems to be working for him. Maybe I should start not copying, but maybe I should take something and create. I get some inspiration and start maybe changing something in my life to get to that. You know, and that's or I, I don't focus on like whatever bad things are someone is saying or doing. You're, I, I'm not in their mind. So like uh, I'm, I'm very rare also to put the blame of something that's how, however I'm feeling. And it could be someone that for no random, whatever random reason comes to me and slaps me in the face. I'm not in their head. Yeah. So if I, if I go, I'm not, gonna, I'm not the type to go tell someone after, that guy just slapped me in the face. Or like that guy just said that to me. I can't, I, I'm not in his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to put the blame. If I'm feeling offended by that, that's my own fault. Nice. Someone slaps me, I'm going to turn around. I'm just going to go away, get back into getting smiley mood, mm-hmm. which is not doing an Everest because I'm not going to be in a good mood after that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. That one, test, that one tests the, the theory a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's essentially, yeah. One thing is like, however I feel, it's, if there's a problem, 100% of the time, it's my own fault. There's a reason why I'm feeling like that. No and matter what the outside first, world is. That's what's weird, right? Yeah. That's putting yourself first again. Even yeah. though it seems like you're taking a more on in a way, but it's like yeah. it's what it's the intention behind it, like we talked about earlier. And and that goes back to your your first point also because you don't know that guy's intentions. Yeah. There, I, I heard it in a show somewhere and I've been repeating it in my brain ever since. I think it was Firefly or something. It doesn't matter, but the guy Great said Great show. Yeah, you you seen it? Of course. Do you remember the bounty hunter guy? Who was like a little crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "He said, don't go visiting other people's intentions." He said that line. He I'm gonna have goes, to rewatch this because I don't remember that, dude, but that's yeah. He's like, "Don't go visiting my intentions." He's like, "You don't know what the fuck's going on in my head." Like he didn't say exactly yeah. that, but I loved that the line because yeah. it's like you have no fucking clue what that person is thinking. Yeah. So, you, so in your case, you 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 have your intentions covered. Your the game you're playing, you got the ball in your court. All yeah. that jazz, whatever metaphor you want to use. But that guy who came out of nowhere and bitch slapped you, made you turn the other cheek, like I like to yeah. say. You have no idea what the hell's going on there and you just moved on. I'm still working on that personally because yeah. I like stories and yeah. I like being a little bit like histrionic, a little bit like flamboyant. Yeah. And then there's some intent, there's some sub intentions under there, some shadow shit that I don't even know about, but I am like complaining. I am blaming. I am whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. It, it's so hard. Everything, to be it's honest, to, to get past that kind of line, which is maybe what helped me go through you know what I went through with the Everest is there's a to me in in a lot of aspects of life there's this line that's so hard to cross but once you just get that one foot across mm. you're there mm. the rest but it's just to get to that line takes so much work Resistance. like for when I got <laughs> sick to to be able to change the food aspect it didn't just come overnight mm. you're telling me no, no 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 the doctor said you can't eat salads you think I was mad about not having to have salad? I don't give a shit, you know? No, no, you need to stop eating red meat. You need to stop dairy. You need to stop gluten. Stop processed sugar. This is what's in every day's, like in the everyone's fridge. You're just naming food, doesn't it? Like all I'm, of food. I, for, for, look, at, 
what the funniest thing is now, it's starting to be removed, but you guys remember back in the day they had the chart for the food groups? Like yeah. Canada Food Guide. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Like bread is one of them. Like six eight servings per day. Milk is the other one. It was all it was yeah, it was like And then it's meat is the other. And a small little like the pyramid on the top, the very the minimalistic one, was fruits and vegetables. Whereas ninety nine percent of this pyramid should be fruits and vegetables. I think they updated it and it was like a plate. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought I dreamt it maybe. So no, I'm no, not. no. Yeah. Because <laughs> I haven't seen it since. I guess so, it's in school. But that's what they were something. teaching for the longest time. Yeah. 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 That's exactly it. It's what we're taught. You know, years back when I was in high school, um, my trainer at the time was studying the naturopathy course. So I was working out with him and I was training for MMA fights and like I was building that whole part of my life. And he gave me this diet to follow and it was the Vitality Salad which we'll get into what the vital salad, whatever, vitality salad. Vitality. And um, it was all sorts of like very strict. There was like 20 ingredients to put in. I'm like, okay, fuck. I didn't even know how to make a salad at the time. I was like 16. I put every ingredient in individual baggies. <laughs> and I was like sitting down at the table eating. I'm like, I guess you eat it like this. <laughs> and like some fucking person, I, I think it was probably my mother. So I'm like, you mix that shit up. <laughs> and I'm like, I can fuck. just picture you just It was the dumbest thing. I, mean, I had a little bag of everything preset, you know, and I'm just eating it out of the bag. So like, that's how ignorant I was but to nutrition. No, that's not how you were ignorant to nutrition. That's once again, a problem with society. Mm, if yes. you don't know how to eat vegetables and you were taking it from one each bag, isn't that the problem? It's true. Why aren't they not teaching in school? Like they're telling you the first class starts at 8.30, have to be on time, okay? Make sure all of your homework is done. Like, does that, do you guys not, like people say, as you get older, you need less sleep and all of this. I'm like, are you guys dumb? One of the healthiest things you could do for your human body is sleep. And the older you get, the more sleep you need. So you're, now you're telling a kid, you like you're shrinking him, making him run. It's good. You have to be on time and punctual like for the classes, but like how side, the food, yeah. how, why is not nutrition or gardening a class in school when you're learning when you're young? So like yeah, the, yeah. the issue, it wasn't your ignorance. Yeah. It was just never taught it. You know, there it's, was never in the it's everything that was around you. And that's why you didn't know how to cope with that. Yeah. And you know, like you go to a cafeterias in high schools and stuff like that in elementary, even they have like cookies, they have bagels with butter. I used to have Poutine. three bagels. I used to have, yeah, I used to have three bagels with butter every, every day. It was like two bucks. Yeah. It was drenched in butter. I'm like, fuck yeah. When you're deal. a kid, you don't feel it, man. Like I, my mom made me these massive, like I'm Italian, man. My mom made me these crazy, sand, like these, these lunches. Mm -hmm. It was the... 80% of the weight of my school bag. <laughs> I had three submarine sandwiches and I would like give one and like trade it for like Especially if they were made at home too, for oh, sure. Yeah. It was my the best, the, the taste bread. buds. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh my God. And then I had two cans of Nesty. Like, how am I not diabetic like right 100 now? grams of sugar right there. Yeah, how do you think I got yeah. colitis? I lived off of Nesty. I love uh -oh. that shit. <laughs> yeah. McDonald's, Nesty, I lived off of that stuff. Yeah, and there's a lot of relic shit that's killing us. And, yeah. and school is a great example because yeah. it's like there's been better systems. Yeah. I talked about the trivium and the quadrivium and all that shit. I won't get into it now, mm -hmm. but like there's just a million people with a million ideas about how to fucking teach kids better. And now there's adventure learning and like just go outside, learn how to fucking. There's like unplug, like no tech Thursdays. Like there's yeah. a lot of schools are getting better at it. Yeah. But then you go back into class and it's, it's like, you know, the basics of science and math. And they expect you to kind of go down a road instead of looking at. First of all, what could you, well, I, I should say second of all, like what could you be 
better at? Like, what are you, what are you intrinsically like motivated towards even at a young age? But first of all, you need fucking sleep. You're growing. You need to sleep. You need to eat properly. Maybe not show up at fucking like, you have to wake up at six when you're fucking 10 years old. Exactly. Do you really have to do that shit? Yeah, exactly. Are we really benefiting from this? You know, yeah. like society, like we're, we're kind of yeah. bitching about society, but we're yeah. producing people who are then making more of society. You want to make a difference? It's a vicious cycle. And like, do well in life and make money go be a lawyer you're gonna get paid a lot of money you're taught to learn the civil code and then defend people that are fighting with each other about money is that what society's grown to yeah the doctor the basic doctor humans need doctors speak to a doctor ask them if they've had one course on nutrition it's very minimal no yeah. what they do have is they have their list of all pharmaceuticals of what they have to use and test with new stuff when it comes out I sound like a huge hater right now but that's I'm just no, on one side and I need to learn just, about that stuff too you're just but, saying the facts that's what's yeah. funny you sound like a hater but that's because it's just so bad on paper it's yeah. not It's not. You're, you don't even have to make it worse than it is mm -hmm. like I've talked to my do my family doctor about it he's a really cool guy and he's he's honest about everything he's the kind of guy where I go hey it hurts when I do this he goes fucking stop doing that yeah. he's one of those you know <laughs> yeah. so I, I asked him like what do you know about nutrition he goes I had to fight to take a three-day seminar yeah and then I like I try to learn about it, but he he has a job to do he has certain things he has to learn about yeah. and, and produce in terms of his like uh, he's output. gonna get stopped. Yeah, it's his, so his insurance will be will be compromised and weird shit like that, yeah. or or it's not covered and no no no. So he has to just. Fit People that need job. to know that the human body is so simple. Feed it, so it's healthy. Like I just started, like three years ago, I had ulcer a high level of ulcerative colitis. I'm supposed to be on ten pills a day, cortisone pills, hmm. from nineteen to the doctors told me at twenty five. We're going to have to move your colon. You're going to have to live with a bag. Everyone usually knows someone or knows someone who knows someone who has a bag. Yeah. I, that was supposed to be me. I climbed, Mount Ever I climbed the elevation of Everest from eating a clean diet, cleaning the way monkeys eat. Lots of fruit, lots of vegetables. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I it's simple. It, that, that, it's simple, but like you were saying before, it's... It's scary. It, people have fear. That, that's the first hurdle and it's sure. hard and but it's harder it's hard that's the thing is like you gotta well I mean hard the taste a, buds yeah where there's a will there's a way yeah what, I, what, what does that spell again it's like watata I don't know I love that where there's a will there's a way yeah like, I know that yeah I love that because there's so many times like I said before I'm a bit of a complainer yeah, there's a lot of times I just won't do something simple. Like I, I, fi I finally figured out after a month uh, at my job, there's a gym there, but it's yeah. like I got to bring my bag and I live far and, 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 yeah. and I'm just bitching. Like fucking, if you want to do it, do it. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to have to spend money and, and buy a gym membership and it's yeah. right there. I get there a little early, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. so like where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. But the, maybe you're right then. It's just the fear. It's just like the, you don't want to let go of McDonald's or whatever. Yeah. But like there is, how it's do easier. you stay? It's just, it's easier. I think that's what it is. People have become complacent. Mm -hmm. And it's it's very hard. It's very hard to get out of somebody's comfort zone. But the, it's, 100%. It's, for, for it's so much fun. There's so much to experience when you get out of somebody, when you get out of your own comfort zone. The the joy you get, that's, what I, that's what I strive on now. You see that all the time, and it's even like when I train my clients. Sometimes they tell me the hardest part is getting here. 
Yeah. And as soon as we trade, I'm fucking like, what was that person talking on the way here? Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, you see that in everything. It's you guys like, said that in the second or third podcast. I don't know what yeah. it was, but yeah, you guys were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, but it's, it's so true. I love true. when people listen to the podcast yeah. and I'm like, I said that? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trip. Man. Well, it'll be really cool is when people start complaining that we repeat ourselves a lot. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's a badge of honor. Right yeah. Now. But like, fuck it. Well, I'm repeating it anyway. No, but you yeah. know, the, the simple things in life, like the, no, the, it, it, these are all my opinion. It just, it works for me. The life is simple. If you're repeating yourself, cause that you're doing something, obviously that's right. And it's, it's simple. It's just, it's hard to do that, but the actual feed is simple. Yeah. Think about it. Cut out milk, dairy, bad things, sugar, candy, chocolate, eat salad more in the morning, have fruits, the actual Bam. act is super easy. Yeah. But is it easy to do that? No. You're going to have so many mental limiters. Uh, yeah. it's, so it's it's a repetition, like repeating yourselves on things you guys are talking about. But these are things that need to be repeated. So drilled. it sinks in. They need to be drilled into people so that they understand. This is why coaches are so cool because it's like you get someone to kind of like spark the beginning of it. And it's mm -hmm. like you said before, you were talking about something else, but it's like a good metaphor for a lot of stuff. Like you, you get that foot over the line and now your whole body follows. Like yeah. there's this momentum, you know, like it is maybe hard to cut out all those things that you just named like in terms of diet. But then it's like you don't have those things in your house. And then you're like, I'm starving. And then you eat a, 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 a whole apple and you go, I'm still starving. And then yeah. you go, oh, I'm not actually hungry. Yeah. Like the fucking candida in my gut is craving sugar or tricking yeah. my brain, whatever the science is. Yeah. And then, I don't know, you eat potatoes for a month or whatever crazy diet and, you, and like your, your biology changes. Yeah. And then, you know, the foot, the body followed the foot, like the, the metaphor. And you're, you're yeah. suddenly just eating what's in your house and like I, I was asking you before like what's the like the, the concrete logistics of it because I'm thinking what do you do when you're out and you're hungry and it's like maybe you just fast maybe you have so much yeah. energy that you don't need the McDonald's and you just wait till you get home or you don't eat at all one day and you just so you say fuck it yeah. and you just drink water and you have some lemon in it I don't know like other things are possible you might not even realize because you're just not in that zone yet yeah and you're always full of sugar salt fat and you and then you you'll see them you see the golden arches and the fear kicks in, you yeah. know, and it's like, it's like, again, like the biking, like all those lights turn on in the body yeah. and the mind goes, oh, I don't know. I'm starving or I'm going to pass out. I'm yeah. going to crash. Yeah. Crashing is a thing. We talk about it all the time in, uh, in my at work because we're sitting down a lot. It's like an office job. Yeah. And man, if you eat wrong in the, the beginning of the day, you can't stay awake yeah. by the end of the day. I had eight hours of sleep. <laughs> That's not right. That's true, man. That's weird. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> That's 100%. True. 100%. I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should go over like, not, you don't have to go so technical, but yeah. like what Please this diet that. kind of, <laughs> what the diet kind of entails. Like what, what's your diet like? You know, it's different per person obviously, but like the whole of it. The, the general of how I live every day yeah, yeah. or basically like what led me up to that, to doing what I did or oh, during. Both if we yeah. got time. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much the same. Oh, awesome. It's very like, yeah. My, my everyday diet is, um. Again, it worked for me. I believed in it and I cured myself from something that doctors told me is uncurable. Even to this day, it's supposed to be uncurable. So I don't touch any protein. I touch nothing that's hard to digest in the morning. So the, and this is scientific, your body is in like digestive mode, digestion mode in the middle of the night, which is why they say don't eat late because your body's already starting to process and digest food mm -hmm. that you've been eating, right? 
Okay. Why, like, you know, like uh, in the middle of the night, like people that eat very later in the middle of the night, sometimes they're a little bigger or whatnot. So technically you're supposed to consume or if you are to fast, it's the perfect time to do it is like the morning. So I just, you, I just eat things that are extremely easy to digest. So it's water or a lot of coconut water. I'm like a fiend for coconut yes. water. So water and fruit in the morning up until lunch. So I, it doesn't matter what time it is because everybody's sleep pattern is different. And then I would now um, the meal should be a nice big salad. Like 80% of my meal would be like a salad that has like mixed greens, whether it's spinach, kale, uh, romaine lettuce, or just a spring mix uh, with um, carrots, celery, um, whether it's turnip, uh, beets. I'm a big guy on beets. That's just like for an endurance athlete. Um, it's, it's, a vitali- it's a vitality. It's a it's a vitality mix yeah. that Nate knows. This mix. It's just there's endives in it. There's everything. So, so it's many a, veggies. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, there's cucumber. Everything. It's just a whole bunch of stuff that you put on top. I feel healthier just listening to you. Yeah. Like this isn't a Caesar salad. There's no fucking no. dressing and shit. Like this is a real yeah. vegetable. It's mix so it's platter. a it's a big salad where like eighty percent of the meal is the salad, and then it's gonna be have a side of either quinoa or I'm I love wild rice. Or if I know I have a big day ahead on the bike the day after, it'll be sweet potatoes. Just sweet potatoes, nothing else. The whole and philosophy the, is the carbs by itself, right? Not with protein. No, uh, food combining. Protein yeah. and the carbs, very bad. Okay, so but like the together. protein with the veggies or the carb with the veggies, very okay. Nice. So like my salad, I'm going to have it with, it's going to be either salad always with either the quinoa or either the wild rice or either the... Uh, uh, sweet potato or anything that's like that kind of consistency and my dressing is simple olive oil apple cider vinegar honey nice. or i'll i'm a maple syrup fiend or i'll swap sometimes the the maple syrup i mean the honey with maple syrup that's my dressing for the salad Sounds that's about delicious. it and then at the end of the day now we've been like i'll try well, i'll always do my salad but then we'll do something like uh we found this um paleo what is it uh you know oh, what that paleo, kind of the- the paleo, paleo, paleo like vegetables, nuts, seeds, and meat. It's basically a, a paleo crust for pizza. So, like, my wife oh, makes, cool. we make our own, like, and it's with kale and basil, our own pesto. So, there's no cheese, there's no dairy, there's nothing bad. It's like basically kale, basil with olive oil, garlic, all that. Like, we put in our food processor and we use that as, like, on top of that paleo crust for the pizza. Nice. And then, like, yeah. if you want to cheat, we're going to get vegan cheese that we buy that's made from cashew. Like a oh, cashew blend, yeah, 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 it's amazing. It's so good, it's so yeah, good. Tried it. Oh, it's good, man. You're gonna love I'll, it. Okay. I'll show it to you. Well, yeah. you're coming tomorrow, yeah. so like I'll show it to you. Okay, cool. And then just a bunch of veggies on top, and we'll have that for supper. And like, it's not to say I'm a saint. Like, we'll all want to cheat if I have a craving for chicken. I'm gonna eat the chicken. It's just red meat that I I stay away from. But uh, I'll once in a blue moon, if I'm in the mood for something, I I won't deprive myself, even though it's wrong and I don't believe in it, and I wish I didn't have to eat this animal. I have a crane, I'm going to do it. But my everyday is like lots of salad with a side of like the wild rice and I'll saute maybe a little something with the wild rice. If I want to switch it up at night and just, uh, we found like this quinoa and cauliflower based pasta. Yeah. So we'll, okay. we'll just, I'll just like warm up like the tomatoes myself with olive oil and garlic and just, it's simple. The ingredients are all simple. Yeah. It's basically like. Easier to digest. Yes. All that jazz. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole philosophy of the food combinations because the carbs and the protein it takes too long to break down, right? And it starts to ferment. That's the the the, it's the fermentation. That's what it is. 
That's the whole so philosophy. Think of all the dishes, like all the Chinese dishes, all the Italian dishes. It's pasta and meat. Yeah. So it's pasta and meat, pasta and meat everywhere. The whole philosophy, like this, you'll go into it, but the naturopathy idea is that it's to create such an efficient digestive tract that nothing's staying in there for too long, that it passes through within an hour, yeah. right? Essentially, fruits, vegetables, like the healthy stuff, you'll notice after you're done eating that, like it, when after you're done a bowl of salad, you'll notice you're not going to be hungry right away after. You're still going to be full. Mm-hmm. When you're eating shit and Desserts. like you're, you're going to be full, yes, but you're going to be keep you're going to keep on being hungry later on. You're going to keep eating that food. And what's problem is is that there's not much nutrition in that food. So you, there's not a lot that your body is soaking up. So your mm-hmm. body's telling you you need to keep eating. I'm not getting enough. So a lot of it is waste. And if you're not healthy, that waste sometimes can't get out and it's storing itself in a bigger belly. It's mm. on like your, it's on your skin. It's like breaking out. Yeah. It's like on sicknesses and it's, it has to get out somewhere if it's not evacuating. If you're eating healthy, you'll notice that you're, you still have to go. You're going to, you're going to go to the bathroom, but you're, it's a lot easier. It's a lot more comfortable and you're kind of going, there's less at a time because your body is absorbing almost everything of what you're eating sure it's a lot of water too. you're still it's full like, after yeah it's just well, you're, you're satiated you have the nutrition you need you don't just yes. have the fucking empty bullshit and you're running the miles on your fucking yeah. digestive system yeah. for nothing and i'm no saint when i go on vacation yeah. like as much as like my everyday lifestyle is very healthy i'm a fucking savage on vacation <laughs> i know what taste buds are yeah. <laughs> i remember what it used to shit yeah. When I went on my cycling trip on, in uh, Mallorca, he knows. I had tomahawk steak every day. I was not proud of myself, but every bite was unbelievable. <laughs> and then I came home and I hated myself, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not touching red meat ever again. Oof. You know what I mean? You, I think it's That's important funny. to have that too because, you know, maybe for some people they go extreme their whole life and they're fucking happy, but there's nice times to have no. a little wiggle room where you fuck around a bit. But they're not. Because yeah, you don't know. They could be or you, they cannot be. We well, don't know. Okay, okay, my experience. That is true. You yeah, said yeah. that before too, yeah. so I just just my experience. But I, when I did the paleo diet, I did it for only six months. It changed yeah. my entire life. Yeah. When I fast now, I lose weight super fast. Yeah. I can I can fast now. I couldn't yeah. before. Yeah. I, I think with my constitution, it's that hard le- to do more than that a line. day. You yeah. learn to cross that one line in that aspect of life. But everything yeah. tastes amazing now. Yeah. I used to be such a picky eater. Mm. And then I did that. And I had I had only fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and meat for six months. And 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 just side note, I walked into a Tim Hortons around the six month period at, at the end, and it's like a crackhead walked into probably a the crack best store. donut you've ever had no, in no, your I life. No, no, I didn't buy anything, but I my eyes popped out of my head <laughs> like a drug addict. I, I had just been avoiding it for six months, but I had yeah. this feeling like my body got sweaty, and yeah. I was like, I have to get out of here. But like I used to hate fennel, I used to hate mushrooms. I could give you a list of shit. I don't even remember it. I eat everything now. Everything now tastes like yeah. such a unique, like a, beets is a great example. Yeah. Because it tastes like a fucking ba- basement. Yeah. You know, but you you don't eat like sugar, salt, fat for for half a year, and then yeah. you bite into that. It tastes like a hundred things. Yeah. You bite into a McDonald's hamburger. It tastes like three fucking things. Yeah. 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 You you bite into any vegetable. It's true. It man. tastes like a hundred million yeah. fucking. There's yeah. front taste and back taste and aftertaste yeah. and middle taste and you taste the the earth and you taste the this <laughs> and the that. It, it, it's, it's all about the feeling. Shit all all your life, I'm telling you, and in my opinion, I'll keep it in. I'll keep it in the, in my opinion. You're not living. You're not mm-hmm. having the real enjoyment. You're yeah. you're you're just pushing the pleasure buttons and satisfaction ain't happiness. Yeah. I'm learning that yeah. satisfaction is yeah. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100 no but you're actually right 
it's also like people there's a lot of guilt in this world and how people live too and that's what's it's people have become so complacent on easy mm-hmm. so if you tell someone eat an apple and they're not usually the type to want to eat an apple or like have a bite of a fennel as they're eating it whether they enjoy it or not when they're f- are they going to be mad at themselves because they ate that after no while the, if they're in the mood for a big mac and they're going to go want to eat that big mac it's easy cheaper like for that kind of a meal instead of making like a big salad or whatever at home they're going to eat that big mac they're going to do it they're happy while they're doing it guarantee you as they're finished oh fuck why did i do that mm. so true man it's mm. so crazy even when even for us if you if for you even with those tomahawks it was amazing in the moment as soon as it's done you're fuck my life what did i every do night was yeah. the same with the beer and the and i'm like <laughs> i'm so dumb i'm gonna have to work double hard tomorrow on the bike but how many times you say that after like a vitality salad it's never happened never never yeah, exactly 100 percent. it's so true and that's just showing you the effect it's doing on the mind yeah it's just in that state yeah. you know it's kind of annoying though because like the well annoying it's just being human it's fun it's like you the bad sticks and follows you and like we were talking about the badges earlier you yeah. eat that fucking salad you don't you probably just don't even think about it but maybe yeah. a month in or something you're like why do i feel so good and then yeah. like it takes you a second because you're an idiot and you go like oh well I, i'm an idiot and i would be like oh yeah i've been eating fucking salads for a month mm-hmm. of course i feel amazing like i tried a intermittent fasting in yeah. an extreme the first time yeah and i ate like once a day but i was eating a fucking burger yeah like a moron <laughs> so the first week or two you must have imagined i felt amazing yeah. because uh, elimination diet or whatever yeah. but then i got so depressed yeah. instantly yeah. and then i was lucky joe rogan podcast yeah. Ronda patrick yeah uh, green shakes the first day of the next month i made one yeah an hour later i felt incredible it's, not even an hour yeah yeah that's I what it is it's incredible. instant yeah. it's, it's instant crazy feel charged yeah it's crazy it's you biology. bite into an apple you're not feeling great like you have the choice between taking like the pills from the pharmacy mm. you take a spoonful of raw honey or you take in my colds now if i get a cold it lasts a day Whereas I used to be on the couch and life sucks for a week, mm. you know? Yeah. And it's, it's so instant how your body absorbs what you're giving it. What, what, you, what you said you went through in terms of like that, that shock of like that fasting and you've done a lot of things just like that retreat. Yeah. yeah. That's again crossing that barrier that it's, it's hard to get to that line. It's hard to touch it. And, but then once you cross it, then it's like your your mind like your eyes are open all of a sudden yeah it's so hard to like it's just my own personal belief and but it work in my opinion it works for everything in life whether it's food nutrition exercise sports your mindset it's you get to that line but you just have to cross it and Mm. i'm i'm remembering now every aspect in my life that it, it was it made a difference to me like in racing i got to one level where I, when I got really high level and it was my coach and it was my mechanic and they're like, no, you have to take the corner this way. You have to do this. Like they were like, they'd start shutting off all my computers and like, you need to know how the car's feeling. Stop looking at the data. You need to give us and you need to feel it. And then I remember the exact moment when I took a corner really properly and it like everything opened. Nice. Yeah. And then from there on, it spiraled and my career went one way. 
speaking to people, having to beg people to give me money to race with sponsorship. Once I got comfortable speaking to people, I remember that one moment where it was like, what's the word? That's a saying of mine. What's the worst that can happen when you're talking to somebody, anybody? What's the wor- think of the worst thing that can happen. It's not that fucking bad. Yeah. So then I was like a lot, like a whole weight on my shoulders. It almost feels like it's that point where it's like the fear meter is like redlining. Yeah. And it's like it can't go any higher. And then it's either you choose to rationalize it. Yeah. Or fall back into the fear and then avoid. But like as soon as you hit that red line and you look at it and say, oh, fuck, this is nothing. And it's just that weight is gone. That's super well said. And then the meter just goes down. Super well said. And then you just, you apply that to that formula to everything. You're going to go through the fear in everything you do. The cycling, it's the same. The Everest thing was it. Yeah. For me. But you have your checklist. You have your, your, all your history behind you. Like, this is just another moment that I can work through. The two thirds was when I was about to like, just chuck the bike down the mountain. And I was like, I'm done. (laughs) And I pushed through. the cliff too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. That's happened more than once that I hated my bike or hated myself biking. But then when you're done, it's like you're, wow. There's such a high of accomplishing, forget even the biking. For me, it was like when I, if I climb like Whiteface Mountain, it's basically Camille Hood, but for 13 kilometers instead of one and a half or doing the Everesting. When you're done and you sit down, there's like this euphoria. Is that the right word? Euphoria, man. Yeah. (sighs) To me, this is the best feeling in the world mm-hmm. when you when you get a sense that you you put your mind to something and you did it. So for me, the two thirds and I got past it. The last quarter, or last two thirds, like last, like I said, I was in a very dark place. Not a, I was really at one of the darkest places I've ever been to in my life. Yeah. But I had crossed that line, and I knew, fuck, if I had to keep going for another double Everest like I, I'm I now it's just emotion that's happening hmm. you know and then when I completed and I sat down I was like wow yeah so that's like a like high that that red line like that he's talking about like that's so that's what you went through in a way like you like the the meter just went crazy and you're like oh I'm still here and then it's like you popped out or something and you mm-hmm. just watched yourself like you like I, I don't know I'm, I'm asking I guess like you like darkest uh, point in that experience in your life you're saying even yeah like were you just in it and fucking like like uh, white knuckling it or were you just like is it like when you get into so much pain like mental or physical you just kind of you just kind of pop out and watch it all happen super well said that's right? actually yeah. that is really well said yeah. at that point I think I was it was everything was on automatic and it's as if I was just observing. looking at my body and observing yeah. yes. what was happening it didn't make it any less painful. That is the psychedelic state. Yeah. That's the only In reason I know way. what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you see, like, I'm not, I, I've never tried a psychedelic drug. No, but that's the state. Drug. That yeah. is it. You've achieved it. But I'm not that. against that. Yeah. Well, I, there's a, po- there's a possibility. I'll never try one in my life. And me, I love to yeah. experience everything in the world. Yeah. You know? I don't know if I will ever try it, but I actually, I, I, I could see that state where there's a reason why they're trying to legalize this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's parts of your brain that I don't know we're not able to. We need help for it. Yeah. You need to do it Everest. naturally. Yeah. Not everyone's going to go Everesting yeah. to, to get yeah. there. Yeah, because there's so many sides of like But the what that state side. becomes is just observing yourself instead of holding on to that pain and what you were in. And you were at a moment where you could have literally grabbed onto that pain and stopped and yeah. just fucking got off the bike. You just said, 
you kind of put yourself in the back seat of the car for a second mm-hmm. and just looked at yourself. Yeah. And then it's still going. Mikey's still cycling, and just the complainers kind of shut off. Yeah. You know, I love that. It didn't like, make it hurt any less, but go ahead, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to reiterate. I just find it funny. Like, all my life I've been trying to, like, deconstruct these moments and figure out what makes it happen. And, like, I, I had a pretty easy life. I didn't. I, I needed these these rocky moments kind of recently to start this like to get that foot out like you like you were saying before i have i like that like um like like a piece of your body gets across that line and the rest just kind of follows and it's like luck doesn't make it easier it what, doesn't, you're exactly. saying no but you're saying that you had it easier just maybe because very family and you said you're italian who are very family or we know another italian it, they're very like with the children and everything is close tight knit and sometimes it's hard to get out into the real world mm-hmm. and to get things yeah. done so it's not it, it's not i don't see it as you had it easier or that's actually something they have to work for because yeah. moving forward some things might be harder not necessarily it yeah. just it's things so it's not necessarily easier it's things it's another line that you need to work yeah. on to get to. I guess I got to be careful and not compare too much, but yeah. it's like to say it's a different time for everybody, but yeah. there is a kind of like just an accidental momentum where where the 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 like you get to the point where the fear redlines because you have to because you're just kind of like ignorantly giving into fear in the beginning stages of your life. Yeah. It could be when you're 30, it could be when you're 15, I don't yeah. fucking know. You know, it depends what happens in your life or or who your family is, your, yeah. your karma if you want to throw yeah. that word on it. But then you know, by the grace of God, you're thrown over that line one day. Yeah. And then like you were saying at the top of the podcast, like you start seeing the value in that. Yeah. And then when you're, when you're like, you feel like you're going to die, you just go, I've been here before. Yeah. I can't stop. Mm-hmm. I know how I'm going to feel. I don't care if I break my fucking legs right now. I need to finish this. Yes. And then you're, then whatever crazy, if it's anything like a psychedelic experience, which I, I'm starting to suspect it really is. Uh, there's the, a million the, miles. The end of it. Yeah. Yeah, well, but like, ca- t- correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like you have you have moments where there's a hundred thoughts going on, and there a lot of them are negative, or and then you have like one big thought about like life itself, and like yeah. just time is up and down and yeah. sideways, and you don't know what's going on, yeah. and like everything just snaps, and you you kind of start you you're forced. I feel I feel I don't give myself credit a lot, but it's like you're forced into these yeah. these positions, these modes of like acceptance, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. And I don't know, alongside that, there is that, that knowing from the past experience. Yeah. So it's kind of a choice because you, you initiated it. It's kind of a choice because you chose to continue it. But at yeah. the same time, your past is just informing you. And it's the same thing with diet. I ate enough fucking McDonald's burgers to know it's shit, to know <laughs> how I feel after. And the guilt maybe blocks your vision a little and then you go back and do it. But like, if you start looking in the mirror for real, like like uh, David Goggins says, like be accountable, like yeah. blame yourself, yeah. feel guilty. It's fine. Yeah. Don't let it run you. Mm-hmm. Don't hide from it because then you're just hide. Like hiding is a muscle. You're you're pl- you're 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 giving that that mu- that muscle strength. You're strengthening that ability to hide yeah. from your own mind, from your own fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it and you just go, okay, this is what's happening, then you then you start correcting it. But it's always just based on the past. It's always just, ba- it's like, it's, yeah. it's, I don't even know where I'm going with this, No, but, but it's like, it's a mix of like, uh, it's all intertwined. 
Yeah. And that's, that's what it. I picture with him. It's like everything that you went through has led to that Everest moment. Yeah. And it, yes, you prepped it for four days, but you've actually prepped this your whole life. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's like the moments where you hit colitis, you hit that fucking rock bottom. If you, you got out of it by the grace, by meeting, um, Limoges. Limoges. Hopefully one day we could get him on the podcast. Yeah, he would actually be great. Yeah, he would yeah. be a hoot, yeah. But so meeting him, him showing you a way where you literally overcame something that you could visually see if you listened to the, what the doctor said, you would have been in this crazy fucking reality with a bag and just giving into that and taking yeah. the pills and whatever. But instead you've took it into your own hands and worked every possible way to get through it. So it's all this build up to Everest. You do Everest, the, the the height of Everest on this on the bike. You see, have I stopped where that path will lead? And if I keep going, it's it's going to be the same scenario, just amplified, right? Yeah. So it's really just that. It's that's like, a perfect way of putting it. Yeah. You know, like those were some doors, and then, or moments, yeah. choices. Yeah, and it's the same thing. Yes, this is a way harder decision that you chose to do. But everybody has the capacity to take a moment in their life to make a choice, to make a change or a difference. Yeah. I live. A very good life now. I'm very comfortable. Nate, you yeah. can say, I I love oh, yeah. my car. Yeah. I have a great home. I yeah. have a great, beautiful wife. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, I'm more than content. And then something that I laugh, and I never reply, never reply, is how will people say, look at how you have it easy, how you're in real estate, money comes easy, grew up probably wealthy. Never say anything. In my whole high school, I lived in a one and a half that my mother slept on the couch. That's the only furniture we had. And I was on the bed. And But before then, even though I was younger, I was probably the most spoiled kid in the world that literally had everything. Father that had all the money. And then something happened. And there was a choice moment. Well, no, way later. So I lived in bad. But you have a choice. Take from that experience. Grow with it all these little doors and then if you let the fear take you or the negative take you you're gonna spiral down mm. into what the majority of society is people that are happy are in the minority or people that are you know what i mean <laughs> that is a quotable line yeah <laughs> that's perfect yeah. that's scary. i didn't have it any easier than anybody but yeah. i can tell you now life is super easy but i chose it yeah. it's my own choice it's almost like if you take that path of fear and you start playing the blame game and it's like a tumbling down yeah. the mountain. You're right? pointing the finger at somebody. It's, just, it's like you're falling uh, down the mountain and pointing at everyone. It's because of them. He has it easy. He is doing this. And this. It's all everyone's fault but you. No, and it's your own fault. Whatever whatever is happening to you is yeah. your own fault. And that's a You'll have hurdles. Yeah. But you go through the hurdles. And I'm telling you, the hurdles will lead you to a finish line that is great. Right. Maybe not what's happening to you, but how it's happening to you. Yeah. I feel like that's a reoccurring theme and it's something you brought up a long time, like a, like a few months ago. Yeah. And it really stained my brain because it's like you, you like, let's say there's no free will. Like, let's not get too philosophical, but let's say your life's on some crazy train tracks. There's still a lot of choices like we've been talking about yeah. just now. Suicide but, is a choice. Like she had mentioned. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know? I had and, those and same like thoughts. imagine she did, but like she had support, she had the whatever yeah. luck, whatever gratitude you want to throw in there that that she's still here, that we're all still here, you know, yeah. and we've all had our dark moments. But yeah. the the real and constant choice that you just alluded to also was is the attitude as you go. Yeah. That's the real that's the only real choice. A bunch of crazy shit's gonna happen to you. Uh fucking I've been hit by a car, my mom has had cancer. I, I had to put my dog down. I've had some fun low life, low times, high times. You know, mm -hmm. I've had a life. I'm, I'm living a life right now. But the, like, let's put it in a nutshell. The fact is 
when I'm in a good mood and I look back on my life, I remember all the good things. When I'm in a bad mood and I look back on my life, I remember all the bad yeah. things. That is telling you how your fucking brain works. Yeah. And that means that I take shittier choices if I'm in a shitty place, in a shitty mood. You got you to gotta shift that bitch and fucking suddenly you know, your life starts taking I don't know why I'm thinking of a movie reference right now, but what you're saying, think of this uh, of this metaphor. Have you guys seen The Matrix? Sure. One of my favorites. I'm sure we brought it up a couple the times. The red pill <laughs> and the blue pill. Yes, man. The yeah. choice. Yeah. Like fear Everything or you just the said, yeah, it's like, it, I'm, I have that as like a direct correlation for some reason with what you just said. It's that. To the choice that Lawrence Fishburne and, you know, brings out. And you get yes. that in micro levels, salad or cheeseburger. Yeah. This or that. And then yeah. the bigger things continue the hill or don't continue the hill. Yeah. And it's the red pill, blue pill, just in fucking the door just gets bigger and bigger and the rewards get bigger and bigger as you go on through each path and yeah you'll take the blue pill sometimes and you'll fucking go a few back steps but if you're continuing the red door you still have the choice to go back after and you know but that that whole movie is like full of those metaphors it's a deep ass movie like you remember on so many levels from society to like internal what you're choosing with your own life and yeah and it all affects each other man yeah I, I'm not going to rant about the Matrix, but there is there's this really great scene where he's leaving like the car, and they're about to go to take to to that scene yeah. with the pills, and so he doesn't know what's going on yet, and he's like, "Fuck this!" He gets when out he's of the under car. the bridge, yeah. When exactly. he gets out of the car under the bridge, yeah, exactly. And it's, and raining it's raining really hard, yeah. exactly. And she goes, "You can get out of this car if you want, but look at look at that road. You know so where you, it leads you've already. Been down that road. Yeah. You know where it leads exactly." Yeah. So that was like, that was before the pills, but it was like this little moment where it's like, even the fear you're giving into right now is just a familiar feeling. You're just, you're just going with, with the momentum and it's not that hard. Like you said at the beginning, it's not, it's, it's complicated sometimes, but it's really easy. You can shift the momentum. Yeah. And then, then when you get to the red pill, if you don't take it, you you got to take, you're taking the blue pill essentially by default, which is like, you're fucked now. <laughs> like you were, you were there, you were three quarters up the fucking yeah. mountain or whatever it is. Yeah. And you said, no, like you're like, that's brain damage. Yeah. Like you're, you're like, you're, you're changing your whole, like you have to, that's a, that's another dip in momentum. That's a know? level yeah. of guilt that you're going to hold on to for a long time. And you're going like, to have to get, imagine through, three diffuse. quarters in, you took the red, uh, the blue pill and you just stopped the mountain. Yeah. Right? That thing's carrying with you. That, that, that three quarters that you completed is carrying with you. you I know? might still be on this podcast today, but for complete different reasons. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we're not even talking about that. That's yeah. just the dark corner of your mind. You yeah. Know? Oh, fuck. And after I did it, I, it happened so fast because I'd started cycling and I, I feel like I need more of a base and I, I need more of to be able to do something as stupid as that. But I'm like, I'm not getting any younger. So at one point, the body could only take so much, but I'm, I'm helping with the food intake and everything which is what helped me get there so go up so fast yeah. the, the nutrition just helped me make it faster which was a fast time but aside from that the whole thing was mental and everything but now that i look back on doing it, it didn't matter how old i was it's i could it, i could have been 50 yeah and it's you know for sure choices it's a mindset, that you make right? yeah you know yeah. the body breaks down but it's the mindset that continues yeah you know? the only way i wouldn't if i would hadn't completed it the only way i wouldn't have been disappointed is if going up like i'd wake up in an ambulance didn't know what happened and they're like <laughs> yeah you were man just like you were chucking 
pedaling away and you just passed out. Yeah, you just fell your, over. Your body just broke down. And then, like, the doctors are here is like, yeah, your knee is completely, like, you can't bike anymore in the rest of your life. Like, you. Yeah. That's the, the only way that it yeah. was like, okay, I didn't complete it, but I physically wasn't capable I of picture, it. <laughs> I picture this translating to MMA. You see some fighters that literally they're getting choked out and they get in the submission and they just refuse to tap and like they yeah. lost by getting passed out. Yeah. Like that's how deep the mind can go, yeah. you know? And like you would see like the Gracie family who started jiu-jitsu, we spoke about them a few times, like they would let, rather let their heel break or their arm break before they'll tap. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's not, it's a mindset. That's a it's mindset. a way of life. Yes. And that's it's a not, choice. that's not at that decision. You decided that it's everything he's been doing was built up to that moment. He's like, no, I'm a fighter to the end. I'm My not art- talking shit about McGregor whatsoever this is not my point of doing this (laughs) I smell a butt coming yeah so Bisping when he fought GSP he passed out Mm -hmm. he chose to not tap McGregor in his two losses both times it was instant the minute he knew it was done it was an instant tap I I don't I, I don't um respect them any less just the fact of even what you did to get into the ring and to to look in front of another person and you're i have so much respect for people in martial arts things that you've went through and you've done and all of these fighters you'll never hear me talk shit about them Mm -hmm. i'm just talking about that aspect of two different fighters fighters that you see like you said they're getting choked out or the noguera brothers how like his arm just snapped he would keep going yeah, like the ref pulled it off. His arm literally broke in half. Yeah, at the, oh at the against humorous. Frank Mir out of all yeah, people too. The humors, it snapped in half. Yeah, came out and of then the skin you have a, and everything. I think it was just poking the skin upwards, but yeah. it didn't come out. Yeah. Anyway. It was you could see on the video easily. Yeah. It was like uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm not good with that kind of stuff. That's a mindset. You see, you see the mindset. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like not necessarily saying that it's smart or not. It has nothing to do. With it. We're talking strictly about the mindset. Like it's now he's off for detail. a year, but it's. And repairing whatever, how long it takes to recover, but it's that mindset of a champion or that mindset. It goes way farther than people think. Those people that are not tapping out, out in the outside world, yeah. they just have a different mindset of how they're going about life. It's a formula. Don't right? get into fear. Yeah, <laughs> they're not giving into fear. They're going yeah. head on first. If know? there's something that's extremely, <laughs> yeah, something that's yeah. extremely hard they're more likely, I'm not saying 100%, I'm not 100% of anything in this life, mm-hmm. more likely to look at it, stare it, face it, and then cross that line. Yeah, because yeah. they've done so There's so too many, many examples of McGregor now, and again, I'm not shit-talking, he's a very exciting fighter to watch, where you see him in bar fights and everything and getting pulled to leave, he is quick to get in the car and get the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a really interesting detail, you know? Like, he... He's obviously, like, you know, no disrespect, like you're saying. That guy could kill all three of us without a blink of an eye, you know? Maybe not Nate, but... Nate Nate would be the front man. (laughs) We would go in like pawns and try to tire him out. (laughs) And when we're dead, he's going to come in and finish him off. (laughs) And maybe, maybe two to one odds. We'll give under 10%. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's still an interesting detail. And look at McGregor. Look at how he acts. Look at who he is. He's the loud guy. He's the boastful one. And it's fun. It's entertaining. But that's... That's like some kind of uh, I need to do this whatever yeah. that in, I don't want to visit his intentions like we said earlier yeah we don't even know reason. I may be talking even too much because when you think about it look where he is yeah. he owns a sport he's actually a fucking genius like yeah. P.K. Subban great example P.K. Subban is not even in the top 50 defensemen in, in the world right now 
he's garbage. I don't want to say garbage. He's still an NHL player. It's just sports talk. He's he's garbage. (laughs) He's the third best defenseman in the league. Why? He is genius. Hmm. He knew how to, like, he just, he wanted the money. And he says, I'm going to get that money. Hmm. The door opened for him. Yeah. On that note, brothers. That was a perfect way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That flew. You want that money? Yeah. The door's open for you. Go get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, man. Fuck. All right. All right, brother. Mike, that was awesome. What man. a great experience. Yeah, First man. time ever. Wow. Yeah, dude. Thanks for coming on.